Hi, everyone. Welcome. I'm Steve Wollenhouse. This is Anatomy of Success. This week, to be more satisfied and make life less busy, do eight things. So glad you joined us. Let's get started. Welcome back again. This is Anatomy of Success, and I'm Steve Wollenhouse. We talk here about my four tenets of equanimity, a broad area of four things that if I focus on those things each and every day, and you do too, I find that life becomes a little less stressful. More happiness seems to be more readily accessible, and relationships and work and my commitment to health fall into place and make life flow a bit easier without the stress and anxiety that so many people succumb to. It's not some recipe. It really is four things, better health, healthy relationships, healthy intimate relationships, and more satisfying work that we can focus on that have been proven to increase happiness. And I believe happiness is a state of mind supported by joyful experiences each and every day. Please subscribe to the podcast, rate, review, head over to weatherology.com. And if you would grab the Weatherology mobile app, find me under About Us at the top of that page. Follow along on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. You can find me on YouTube and TikTok as well. You know, I have to confess, there was a time in my life when being busy was synonymous with getting things done. I took pride in the fact that I hardly slept and I worked around the clock to build my business. Out of necessity, that's what I had to do, but celebrated that at the expense of doing some things for myself that would have been healthier. But sadly enough, folks, big dreams require big sacrifice. And I wish I could present an easier alternative, but there is none. You know, it's kind of a badge of honor in our society to recite those demanding hours that we need to work to create a successful business or to be a successful entrepreneur. Fact is that long hours are a prerequisite, as I've alluded to, for being a successful business owner. However, working toward reducing those hours and creating more free time for ourselves now that should be equally as important as making money, and that was always my objective. I knew in the beginning I had to work these long, strenuous hours and devote all this time, but my goal, get to a point where I hired remarkable people that I commissioned with the responsibility of doing many of the things I knew I shouldn't and didn't need to do to make my business flourish. Without complete control of our schedule, I would make the argument that we're merely grinding away with the intention of postponing satisfaction and gratification in life until we reach some arbitrary parameter in the future where we say, ah, now I've arrived, I can finally slow down. Doesn't happen. Our culture is addicted to being busy because we celebrate accomplishments and achievements. Silicon Valley is full of overachievers pushing toward an idea of success that is very elusive and incredibly unsatisfying. And you'll find that a lot of these people are miserable, well-educated, make good money, but they're on the hedonic treadmill and they don't know how to get off. With heavy emphasis on professional satisfaction, quality work recognition, and entrepreneurial excellence, no wonder people are obsessed with pursuing this American dream that we define as having to be a billionaire now. Got to be like Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk. You know, there was a time when making $100,000 a year in this country was thought to be remarkable, a remarkable achievement. And that wasn't that long ago. We're talking a couple of decades ago. 
but then it was a millionaire, multimillionaire, now it's a billionaire. You see how it's ever shifting? The problem, the dream requires tremendous sacrifice and the odds of obtaining that big of a dream incredibly slim. And I'm not discouraging you from pursuing it, but it gets down to, we gotta weigh the cost. Is being a billionaire worth all the sacrifices we need to make? And what if we do become a billionaire? Will it give us the happiness and satisfaction that we assume it will? And oftentimes we discover it doesn't. Many people worship at the altar of busyness and they forfeit the ability to focus on what matters most. And I'm not suggesting we abandon our desires to be a professional success. Quite the contrary. I'm advocating creating a plan that enables us to achieve balance and adequate free time so that we can complement our economic advantages along with taking the time to focus on what matters most. Peter Drucker said this, there is nothing so useless as doing efficiently that which should be done at all. So here are nine ways we can prevent being too busy. Number one, dead end street. Many of us derive satisfaction from feeling busy, but being busy often leads to burnout. It's easy to recognize we are stretched way too thin, but stopping the pattern is difficult for many of us. When we get busy, it leads to a behavioral phenomenon called tunneling. That's when our brain goes into a place where we get so busy, the perception of time becomes very scarce. In response, we put on the blinders and keep pushing forward. In one study at Harvard, researchers discovered 80% of all employees spend most of their day engaged in busy work, emails, meetings. Without change, that destructive cycle continues unabated. Learn to prioritize ourselves. You know, in the process of creating more satisfaction in life, instead of being busy, let's focus on slowing down. Now, this has a negative connotation for many people, but we need to embrace the benefits of learning to relax. I've done articles here on LinkedIn and I've done podcasts where I've talked about the benefits of daydreaming and how that serves as a catalyst for creativity. Better rest and recreation are common among highly satisfied people. Improving flow generates greater productivity and deeper focus. People that disconnect suffer less fatigue, lower rates of procrastination, and experience better mental and physical health. Busy is not multitasking. By blocking out time to address busy work, we allocate time for more important matters. Personal care and quality work that demands deep thinking takes precedent over hustling all the time at the expense of focusing on quality work and taking time for ourselves. When we set aside time for our busy work, we avoid switching between tasks that have been shown statistically to reduce productivity by 20 up to 80% in some people. Blocking out time ensures we dedicate our attention to the things that demand intense focus and make time to tackle unpleasant tasks like a bunch of emails with our energy reserves being dedicated for the things that really require the most amount of concentration. 
make work more meaningful. For work to be satisfying and fulfilling, it needs to have meaning. With knowledge work on the rise, it's super easy to suffer from the ambiguity of identifying what work really matters versus the tangible results that folks are forced to get done every day. And it's very difficult to define what meaning is versus what obligation is in that incessant flow of things that need to be done. In response, many people try to appear busy to avoid the perception of being labeled as unproductive. There was a study with 700 professionals recently where they interviewed these people regarding how their work starts to permeate into their personal lives, whether it's emails, phone calls, text messages at all hours of the day and night. And people unequivocally said, yes, there's no boundaries. We need to establish boundaries so work becomes more meaningful and we have a meaningful life doing meaningful things and we need to separate the two. Carlos Buxton said this, we will never find time for anything. If we want time, we have to make it. Next is be present often. Being busy is a great way to extricate purpose and passion in life. Many people feel dissatisfied at the end of the day because their time was spent devoted to meaningless things. To avoid the trap of feeling dissatisfied, we need to find the time to be present in our personal lives every single day. And that goes a long way to mitigating the mundane effects of work that's kind of benign and boring. According to the Roman philosopher Seneca, everybody agrees that no one pursuit can be successfully followed by a person who is busied with many things. Since the mind, when its interests are divided, takes in nothing very deeply, but rejects everything that is, as it were, crammed into it, there is nothing the busy person is less busied with than living. There is nothing that is harder to learn. That's a mouthful, but from that, we can extract some pretty powerful wisdom. Next, don't confuse movement with progress. We live in a world that loves to live vicariously through the successful. Beautiful, successful people receive the accolades many people desire. We have been led to believe being busy is the path to achieve material and aesthetic success. However, 80% of our results come from 20% of our time. Let me say that again. 80% of our success and results comes from 20% of our time. So if that doesn't squash the idea that hustling, busy, grinding, 10 times everything, all the time, move, 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 is the answer. No, that 20% of our time results in most of our success means we got to focus in on how we spend that time to get to that place where that time is being spent most productively. Learning to focus on how we use our time more efficiently, that results in greater productivity and liberates more free time with that 80% we're wasting to do more enjoyable things that increase life satisfaction every day.
Next, you're not complacent. Busy people often struggle with the idea of being patient. It's easy to believe hard work should produce immediate results. We believe in the myth of perpetual progress. The faster we move, the more successful we're going to be. Learning to be patient is essential to break that pattern. We take a long-term perspective instead of resisting the temptation to keep score each day. It's easy for busy people to get the impression they're complacent when in fact we just have to learn to be a little more patient and be more thoughtful about where we want to go and how we want to get there. Creativity suffers. Another misconception. Quality work results from deep thinking and learning to focus takes practice. According to Cal Newport, an expert on deep thought, deep thought requires continuous improvement in the quality of work, output we do, and the discovery of deeper satisfaction in our work. When we learn to become more productive, we create more time for being creative. And finally, find potential. According to the Harvard Business Review, many people suffer from cumulative attention debt, which inhibits new ideas and solutions to those complex problems we attempt to solve. Being busy consumes valuable energy and the required space we need, which is necessary for discovering our true potential. Dreams provide the fuel that offers creative energy to achieving life satisfaction. Without a dream, it's difficult to create passion and purpose, to sustain the energy necessary to realize our true potential. Will Rogers said this, if you find yourself in a hole, stop digging. (laughs) Hope you benefited from this discussion today on making life more satisfying by being a little less busy. Try out these nine things and let me know how it works. Glad you joined us this week here on Anatomy of Success. I'm Steve Wollenhouse. Until next week, let's stay focused, let's stay positive, and let's stay optimistic. 